We continue to mock the 2013 NBA draft. I'm Tim Roy for Warriors.com. We're now to pick number seven, and that means our friends to the northeast, the Sacramento Kings, are on the clock. Let's review our mock draft so far. The Cleveland Cavaliers with the first pick to Nerlens Noel of Kentucky, the seven-footer. Ben McLemore, the shooting guard of Kansas, goes to the Orlando Magic. The Washington Wizards stay in the district to take Otto Porter of Georgetown and gives them a nice six foot nine forward with some good upside. Anthony Bennett of UNLV, the power forward, goes to the Charlotte Bobcats. And number five pick, the Phoenix Suns take another guard. Victor Oladipo of Indiana goes to Phoenix. And then with the number six pick, the New Orleans Pelicans took Alex Len, the seven-footer out of Maryland, who had a very good sophomore year. That gets us to the Sacramento Kings, who were 28-54 and 54 a year ago. That's really not the story uh, for the Sacramento Kings. It's new everything, but same location. And Jason Ross from Kings Radio joins us right now. And, and Jason, the same location story is one of the more remarkable stories that we've seen in sports in the last few years. It really is, Tim. I mean, this team was on the brink of, well, for years, going to several different locations. But the most legitimate threat, obviously, was Seattle. Big-time ownership potential, a market that was thirsty to bring basketball back, a lot of owners that probably wanted the team there. But the fight shown by the fans, by the mayor, by the political figures, and certainly the new ownership group that uh, put up the money to keep them here, it, it, it makes for a good story, an incredible story, probably a good movie someday. And uh, you know the Sacramento Kings fan base. They are uh, forever thankful that this team has no more threats of leaving anytime soon. Good movie someday. I want to I be on the casting for when they cast Grant Napier. That's what I want to be. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, it's got to be the guy uh, from CSI Miami, right? I forget his name, David something. Yes, I think you're right. I think that would, that would fit. Caruso. He's got the... Yes, yeah. Dave Crusoe, the former NYPD blue guy. He's got the right hairdo and, and, uh, right. and the whole bit. So yeah. hey, l- let's... Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the, the, the connections. There's, there's always been a connection between the two franchises, and, and hopefully someday they'll both be good at the same time. But uh, now the, the, the Kings have a former Warrior owner as their majority, the out-front guy in the ownership, uh, former Warrior front office guy who's the GM, and a former Warrior assistant coach who is now the head coach of Michael Malone. There's a lot of uh, ties between these two franchises. Yeah, and then even potentially Chris Mullen could be involved. So, yeah, there are, I mean, Mitch Richmond's kind of come back and forth, part of the ownership group, too. So, yeah, there are so many ties right now, and I'm sure, um, you know, Vivek Radadive, who was with the Warriors, has picked some guys, hand-picked, that he felt were strong pieces of the Golden State Warriors organization. And, you know, I don't think that's a bad thing. It feels um, like a fresh start, and if they can, you know, copy anything that works from the We Believe Warriors in 07 or even last year's Warriors, the Kings and their fans would certainly welcome any kind of success like that. Uh, Tyreek Evans is a restricted free agent. I would imagine that they're going to try to do what they can to keep him happy. Yeah, I think so, Tim. This is the strangest offseason for me because you brought it up. It's all the, the, the freshness. Jeff Petrie was running things for 19 years. And so with Pete D'Alessandro, more of a cap guy and an analytics guy, Vivek Ranadive will have his hands on this. What does Coach Malone want as a defensive-oriented guy? So it's harder for me to predict exactly what they want to do. But, I mean, I look at age. I look at potential. Um, I would think Tyreek would still be someone that's coveted. I think you've got to be careful on how, you know, his camp, I'm sure, is going to want more than probably the Kings want to give him. But what price point can you get him at if it's right at still, you know, a young age? And can he find the 
magic that he had in his rookie year. Really, Tim, he's been one guy that's been asked to do more things than anybody I can remember early in his career. I mean, the first year, be the man, be the point guard, carry the team. Then it's, okay, be a point guard, but be a distributor. Then we're going to play you at two, work on your jump shot. Now you're a three and our best defender. So they've asked him, and he's willingly tried it. It's just I wish he could get into a spot where he's got a position, he's comfortable with it, and he can go forward and really try to maximize his talent. Here's the uh, $100 million question for uh, Pete D'Alessandro <laughs> and Michael Malone. Uh, what to do with DeMarcus Cousins? That is a fabulous question. I am, I am more leery personally than they seem to be right now. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It's a new group that wants to go forward to Marcus. And so the way I look at it, it's almost like he's being traded to Sacramento. It's a fresh start with a new coach, a new ownership group that wants to go forward with him. Um, everybody seems to be on board right now. And I, I think the Kings' new group has an advantage here. It's DeMarcus's final year of his rookie contract. So, I mean, he's already been through two coaches. They're not all his fault, but two guys that have tried to make it work for him. If he can't make it work for um, Coach Malone, who definitely seems to be someone who's going to hold players accountable. So we could get some real friction there. But I think they're willing to look at him and make it work. And if he can't, I mean, if he can't make it work now with a group that's willing to give him every opportunity, it just may never work here. So they're willing to go forward with it. I'm a bit nervous about it, but... Hey, for the Kings' chance to be successful, if he can figure it out on the court and off the court, they have one heck of a talent. Well, no question. He has nothing but the talent. And before we ask you to, to, to make the pick, uh, fan response. Are, obviously, right now they're trying to sell season tickets and trying to get all this going. Obviously, the fans were thrilled that the, the team is, is staying there. Has it translated into ticket sales? Yes, immediately it did. I mean, there was a spark from the, the day that was voted that they were going to stay. There was a record spark. And then it's, you know, taking its time. So I think as this summer progresses, when, you know, now the coach has been named and the GM has been named and the draft coming up and, you know, whatever moves they make, there's always another kind of spark. So the immediate spark was definitely there. And I would think there'll be a second surge once, once some of the, you know, decisions are made by the, the guys that make those key moves. So right now, if you can be uh, Pete D'Alessandro for a moment and the, you're on the clock and, and the draft has unfolded the way it has in our mock draft and they walk to the podium and uh, David Stern for the final time uh, to mention Sacramento Kings, he, and he says... Wow. I, well, it's a tricky one. Can you tell me again, the, and it's strange to hear the name, the Pelicans. Who did you say the Pelicans took at six? The Pelicans, the fighting birds from Louisiana, have taken... <laughs> Alex Len, the seven-footer okay. from Maryland. I just want to make sure I had my list right. Okay, well, again, I, I have to give the caveat that this is a, the hardest pick for me to do because you, you kind of had to gauge somewhat of what the Maloofs and Jeff Petrie were kind of looking at. So this is a new right. regime. I feel like they're going to go at this point with the best guys left, and they've had him in. He's a name that people know. It would be another small guard, which makes me leery, but I think I'd have to go Trey Burke from the University of Michigan. Um, Pretty talented college player and a guy I think that certainly uh, could help the Kings. He would, he would give them another smaller guard, whether it's Isaiah, Jim, or Marcus Thornton, but I think that you can't pass up on talent. He seems to be a pretty talented guy out of Michigan. And it's kind of funny, too, because if you look at uh, some of the draft boards, in fact, the one at Draft Express has the Kings taking Trey Burke, uh, the six foot one, 20 year old guard from Michigan, who did a nice job, of course, with the uh, Wolverines getting to the uh, championship game, 18.6 points per game, and uh, 
He did, did a pretty good job. I think he's a guy that could, could end up having a role in the NBA. I'm not sure if he's a, a full-time, long-time starter, but uh, he, I think he could start for the Kings next year. Yeah, and I'm kind of torn between I mean, the other guards I was looking at there would have been Michael Carter-Williams, who's definitely the bigger guard, or, or C.J. McCollum, who who is kind of an interesting, intriguing guy to me from Lehigh, who played well against Duke in the tournament a couple of years ago when they upset them. So, But I, I kind of went safer, I think, on the name power, Trey Burke, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, the team, I, Tim, I think it's going to be really interesting what Pete D'Alessandro thinks with the whole decision. I mean, he, he was just hired, you know, uh, what, a week and a half before the draft, so he hasn't had a lot of time to make all these uh, thoughts. But we'll see what kind of moves the Kings make at seven, and, and then even at 36 in the second round. I just hope they get some guys that can be in the rotation. I don't know that they're going to get a star, but someone that can help this team. No question about it. Jason, thank you so much. And uh, from uh, the desk a little bit west of where you are, we're very happy that you guys are are back in business uh, with the Sacramento Kings. Well, thank you, Tim. And, yeah, we'll be the Golden State Warriors, what, northeast? That's fine. We'll, we'll take that title. <laughs> Still waiting for that Kings-Warriors playoff series. It's going to happen. It'll be great. I look forward to that. So Trey Burke, the fine guard from Michigan, ends up going to the Sacramento Kings. We're now through seven picks of our 2013 NBA mock draft. We go to Motown, the Detroit Pistons on the clock with pick number eight. As we continue with coverage, I'm Tim Roy for Warriors.com.